I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, I might have to do it over then. It, it looks like it's working fine now. That's so weird. Okay, yeah. whatever. I, I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> God, we have to run through this again. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, take two. Cut. Take two. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is Off the Record, a podcast brought to you by the Valdosta Daily Times. I'm Dalton, and this is my co-person, Desiree. Hello. So today on Off the Record, we're on the record with Cowards and Thieves, um... A metal rock and roll. Could you describe yourself again? Uh, so yeah, we had yeah, a mess so up. I think we're like, I think we're like a rock band with like pop songs that plays in low tunings because we're inspired by like doom, stoner rock, and sludge, but also pop songs. So yeah. we, you know, quick to the point rock and roll songs, I guess. And, and so um, you mentioned you were from Fort Lauderdale, but also St. Lucie. Yeah, like just South Florida in general. So like two of us live in Broward County, and the other two of us uh, live like Port St. Lucie-ish. Yeah. And can I get all of y'all's names? My name is Stefan. I play guitar and I sing. My name's Keith. I play guitar and sing. I'm Chip. I play bass. I'm uh, Pickle. I play the drums. Okay, cool. So I, I think we're good now. I, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we're that we, uh, the, the recording we stopped. Yeah, we're doing <laughs> we had to do a take it. two, but we ran through take it. Take two. Boy, so. I already discovered New Land already. Cool. So, is this your first time coming through Valdosta? Been here before? As this man, yeah, this is our first time. It's our first uh, show out of state. It's like only our like sixth, sixth or seventh show, to be honest. Um, We released an album last July. Mm -hmm. We're on our second one right now. It's almost done. It should be out around May. and you know now it's time to tour. So we do a weekend run right now. Everything goes well. Everyone gels together since it's a new band. In the summer we can do like a week, right? And then in the winter we'll do like ten days or two weeks, and then we'll see where it goes for next year. That's cool. But we'll just like drop stuff within those two. Yeah. So it sounds like some of you uh, have backgrounds playing in other bands. All then, of us do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you played in Valdosta in any of those other bands? Yeah. So um, we've played. Ashley Street Station. I think the we're playing tonight at the DIY Valdosta yeah. DIY House. Mm-hmm. And I think my old band uh, played there one of their first shows. So like I've played there before as well. Uh, Pickle Nicholas has played drums in another band and played Ashley Street Station. Chip has played Ashley. Have you played Valdosta before, Keith? No, it doesn't look cool. Valdosta is dope. It's cool. I like it here. Yeah. That's, that's nice of you to say. I, I think we yeah. like it here, too. That was a big point of us <laughs> making this podcast, was a lot of people didn't realize that you can actually even see music in Mount Austin in the first place. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's a very common misconception that if you're in South Georgia, you're very, like, country-centric or something. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So it's, uh, that was our thing. We wanted to really get the word out about all these different types of bands. Because I've been seeing bands here since I was a teenager. Yeah. And, uh, so, I mean, it's, you know. I've been moving. It's it's cool, you know. It's uh, I'm from an even smaller town than this, so I actually had to come here to see bands. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Douglas, Georgia. We just have a Walmart. That's how I explain cool. it to people, so that you can get an idea. <laughs> it's just a Walmart. Like, and Dalton, are you from Valdosta? No, I'm actually from Florida. Uh, oh, but just north of Ocala, or just, just north, of just Orlando. south of Ocala. Yeah, we talked about it a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah, I'm just from up the road from Orlando, uh, but. You know, there, there wasn't a whole lot of music uh, where I was when I was in high school. There really? was. You didn't just like go see a day to remember at the Seven Eleven. No. Not not when I was in high school because I graduated in twenty fifteen. Yeah, the there was um oh what was that band? I'm really missing the legends. I I can't remember. There there were no Caliban uh, 
They're a metal band. Do you know any Cal metal bands? The top of your head. They played Warped Tour a few Crickets. times. Yeah. Yeah. We. Let me try to think. And that was the that was the only metal show I could ever. Warped Tour is like. That was the uh, first concert I ever there. went to. Was insane. But yeah, here, really, so yeah. in Varasta, uh, from first to last, a lot of their members mm. were from here. Aside from Sonny Moore, who was from Cross. So back in my day, you could see from first to last play here. Um, was there a bass player a girl at that point? They had a bass player that was a girl, and she's dating all... one of my friends, and she's like big wrestling. Oh, it's amazing. I think it was all dudes back, back oh, cool. then. But we also had a. Mayday Parade, they have an EP called Valdosta, and then they also, you can still catch members of them like playing Tallahassee or Tip cool. Dinner. They're cool. just around. Tip you could go to a bar and be like, hey, you were Mayday Parade. Aha. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So that's just. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So as far as you guys are concerned, like, I know you kind of mentioned Pixie, stuff like that. What would you say? What bands were influential on you guys as, like. Well, I think that. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing a Torch shirt. Oh. Um, I like Torch, but I think that all of us have our own inspiration. Right. I think that it's just a melting pot at that point. So for me, I like Pixies. I like Nirvana. I like that structured songwriting, but I also like super heavy stuff. And, I, you know, Keith's the same way. And I don't know. From, I, have, I like Queens of the Stone Age. I like, uh, what else do I like? <laughs> uh, do it all. You're playing a lot of Mike Patton on the way here. Oh, yeah, I love Faith No More. <laughs> yeah. I love Tomahawk. I got, you know, anything that's got, like, a catchy song, I like a catchy song. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be brutal. It doesn't have to be 22 minutes. It could be two and a half minutes, and it could bang out. Like, it could be a banger. I love it. Yeah. What do you like? Same idea. You know, I like riffs and stuff. Like, right now, I'm listening to a lot of um, uh, the, uh, the latest Baroness CD. Which they're from Georgia, I think, uh, Savannah or something, I'm not sure. I think so, yeah. But uh, yeah, they're, they're real great, and uh, they just had a new album come out. So I've been listening to them a lot on Torch, obviously. <clears throat> as far as influences go, I mean, uh, a lot, but that's more modern stuff. <laughs> you, you do uh, talk about Deathmatch. Oh, no. Um, influence? Yeah, I don't know. I grew up in the, I grew up in the South Florida hardcore scene, so a lot of hardcore. Um, but after a while, you just kind of stop liking heavy music, maybe, or maybe that's just me. So yeah, kind of like mellow. Yeah, like great one man too. We like. You'll be angry for so long. Yeah, exactly. So about ten years ago, I just kind of abandoned the genre, and I've just gone like into the deep end on whatever I could find. Polar opposite. Yeah. Same way, but then when it comes back to writing, I still riff, you know. It's just like as you age, you're like, man, my ears kind of hurt. Like I think I understood why I was angry, and then I stopped being angry. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So true. You can only be angry for so long. Like, right. I was in the South Florida hardcore scene too, and I played in like all kinds of hardcore bands and metal bands and a spokesperson for or like mathcore. And now like I play like funk and jazz and like rock and roll and stuff too. So yeah. So like, yeah, what, what were some of those things you found once you stopped listening to as much hardcore music? Oh, Warren um, a lot of a lot of jazz. Mm -hmm. A lot of Bobby Humphreys. She plays flute. It's weird. A lot of rap. Fred <laughs> King. Um, a lot of Latin music. Yeah, a lot I mean, of reggaeton. Yeah, in South Florida, yeah. you get a lot of that, right? Yeah. So, yeah, just anything that's not guitars, man. Guitars, uh, mm -hmm. after so long, you just over. Chainsaws. And I, guitars are like sick. <laughs> you should listen to our band because they have guitars. <laughs> As I run down guitar <laughs> anything with piano. Turn them down. Do, do, so do you think that like having those uh, sort of influences outside of guitar music, does that influence 
your oh for sure because band? um makes it easier I think so yeah does their thing and it just seems to work it's interesting to see how a song is structured outside of like a traditional band structure where you know you have like four people contributing to like riffing where a lot of other music maybe just one person like a singular vision and then like a singer songwriter involved so just that organization yeah. comes out like I'll give ideas to Stefan for example or Chippy or anybody and then they'll revise them and reprise them and then it'll be a whole different song but it'll work you know just as good if not better and then It'll take on its own thing. Yeah. So we just kind of like mold it like that. That's how we did the last one, anyways. Yeah. No. Yeah. So your EP, um, yeah. I, I'm not good with French. Is it love? It's love about to read. Okay. Okay. That's what is call it a day. How, how did that like come about? Uh, about pure depression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it was like being burnt out from being on the road with certain bands, and then you get out of that band, and then you're just like, okay, well now I'm here. Where do I go from here? And it's like, okay, I. Uh, you know, I I think I was 29, and I'm like, I, I have to start fresh, like, uh, coming out of a different band, it's like, I have to start fresh, so it's like, okay, I've been touring constantly, I came off, like, 29 cities in 30 days, <clears throat> and then the next day, I'm, like, bandless, and I'm like, okay, do I stop do now, do? or do, you know, we just keep going, just keep trucking along, you know, I've been yeah. doing it now, like, I'm, now I'm 30, I've been doing this 18 years. And like, when you get to tour for, so like, when you start making money and like actually touring and like going on the You've road. You've been playing like since you were 12? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And like everything starts working good. for you. Oh yeah, I have a picture of you. He's a beast. Um, it's like, I, I need something fresh, I need something <laughs> new. I played drums in every other band. I've yeah. never played guitar and sang and wrote songs in a band before. So like every band I've ever toured in, I've played drums. It's like, okay, I'm gonna do this different thing. I would like to put together this super group of people that I've I've toured with, every single one of them, just they've never toured together. So that all started, and it was like a super de like depressive state where it's like, I need to figure out what I'm doing, how I'm doing this, why I'm doing this, to like fall in love with it again because you become jaded. Yeah. So yeah. that translates to the call of the void, which is like the feeling in your head before you kill yourself, whether you choose oh, to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. My mom's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you choose to or not Sorry, to, but when you're driving on the highway and you're like, I could just turn right off this highway and die. Yeah. I, I was, but you don't. Wait, yeah. The more of a session like that, I, I went to EMT school right out of high school, so like, I saw that little side of it. I liked it. It was fun. But then uh, I started the band thing so quick, and I was like, well, I'll come back to it because I was young and spry. And I was like, well, I'm still young and spry. You know, later, maybe. But not now. I realized that was a foolish man's game. <laughs> so <laughs> I just heard it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's what you know, it's, it came off of that idea, and then we all started adding ideas to it and yeah. it really started forming quickly. Yeah, so we, we released that album. That album. Well, yeah. Yeah, like that, it was happened so like, But not even. Ago. So like that happened in December and then by, and then Keith got on board like early January and then we had... Keith December had, like, 2018, right? Yeah, so okay. like early 2019 last year, uh, Keith came on board <clears> and Keith had, I'm like, Keith, I have 10 songs. He's like, yo, I have 20. Right now, we can release this. Keith writes songs similar to how I write songs. Like, okay, we can release a triple album right now. It's like, all right, well, let's take all this and like narrow it down to our best four and just put on an EP or a demo or whatever and just get something out there. So we did that, and then we sh we're shooting a music video. It's like, okay, how do I convince Nicholas to play in my band? Because Nicholas is the best drummer I've ever seen before, and I played drums on the album. But, like, 
how do I convince Nicholas to be in the van? I knew I could convince Chippy because Chippy hangs out with me every single day. <laughs> Chippy was the last one to be in the van too. It was the funniest part. He's the first one to be like, nah, dude. Mm-hmm. You, did, you um, talked me into it. <laughs> so um, so we had to shoot a music video for the one song. And I was like, Nicholas, I come to the music video. I'll pay you money. And then like I got Nicholas in. And I gave like Nicholas a couple bucks. And I was like, what if I give you a couple bucks for a few more shows? And then it was like a few more shows and a few more practices, and it's just like, okay. I've been here ever since. Yeah. yeah. So you just stuck around? Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love these guys. I've been, you know, they've been all been playing in bands, and I've been playing in other bands for like years. So like we all kind of knew each other a little bit. We all like ended up playing the same shows a lot of the time. So I think Nicholas and I had a, I, I think that our first time like actually hanging out and becoming friends is, uh, I was in a band called Dineside, and Nick was in a band called Feralux, and we did like a little weekend run together. We played Atlanta, and then we played Valdosta. And in Valdosta, oh, yeah, we got bar, here yeah. super early, Ashley Street Station, and we were all skateboarding and hanging out. Yeah, that was so fun. And I was like yeah. smoking cigarettes on the side, and Nicholas was like, I want to smoke. And Nicholas used to smoke. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And it's like, work. we're just nerding out on drums together. And I'm like, yo, this person hits the drums so hard. Because I hit the drums really hard, too. And it's like to see someone play the drums and know how to play the drums, it's like I'm immediately attracted to that. Let's geek out. So, like, I think we started our little love right here in Valdosta. Wow. I liked it. I liked that. that was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's gross. I, I dig that. <laughs> Did you prepare that one? No. <laughs> like, that came out beautifully. Yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> that's a, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, that was like that was a, a fun show, too. That was right a fun there. show. And then the day before, we were in um Atlanta in a little basement that had that Wonder Root, which is awesome. Wonder Root, awesome. Oh, that was awesome. I miss Wonder Root. Yeah, yeah. It was an art. It was like an art gallery. It was like art all upstairs and on the walls, and then downstairs it was this like dirty basement punk venue. It was like stickers. <laughs> so and funny story. Me and Chippy used to play in a different band, and outside that same venue, at the very last day of like a twenty-two day tour. Uh, Chippy was moderating a, a screaming match between me and the guitar player of that old band because we were literally arguing about nothing. They were yeah. agreed. <laughs> they were agreed. <laughs> like, we were so burnt out from being on They're angrily yeah. agreeing. F you. No, F you. And I think what stopped us, what, me, what made me and him get over it was uh, the band before us, the drummer started taking his cymbals off on stage, which is a big no-no. Get those stands yeah, off like stage. Yeah. And he starts taking them off. And I think like at first cymbal, we're both like looking at each other like, <laughs> all right, buddy. And then the second cymbal, someone's like, let's go. <laughs> and then like immediately, like me and this person are no longer mad at each other. We're just mad at this kid. That's so fun. There's like so many like little etiquette things on stage that like you don't notice. There's etiquette and touring in general yeah, and being yeah, a musician. Yeah, is. What's some of those things? Help the, help the kid unto to others, Do unto others as they will do to you. Well, it's, oh, it's okay. There's a lot of like, being rule. respectful with set times and like making sure that like you set up kind of fast and get the, get it done and then get off the stage kind of fast. Because like, you know, you don't want to take up somebody else's time and just... Like, the taking symbols off on stage. Like, just get all your stuff out of the way and take it apart off the stage so the other person can be setting up while you're breaking down as opposed to breaking down on stage and then carrying it off. Like, you can carry it off and break it down later. And yeah, that's one-on-one. little things that you <laughs> like, kind of learn. Is there, like, a class or do you just... <laughs> you just kind of learn. I knew a funny guy. I played with this band. I toured with this band from, like, Fredericksburg, Virginia, and the guy's been touring for, like, nonstop. Like thirty day tours every twenty days. Like somehow he's just so busy, and he's like, "I'm gonna write a book on stay on road etiquette." 
Like, there's there's a lot to it. That's a thing. Did he ever write a book? That's cool. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. No, but it's one of the things you only learn by doing. Um, yeah. You only learn by doing the wrong thing and having somebody yell at you to not do that ever again, and then you never yeah. do that again. Or by watching that young man people do will it. never unload a symbol on stage ever again in his life because you've grown a noble. Maybe you might have one He's like, "What are you so mad about?" Like, get the f out of here. Or like, yeah, seeing yeah. seeing other people do it, like other bands, like play like a forty-five minute set when they're supposed to play oh, like, yeah. for a half hour, and like everybody, like you see the band after them, like anxiously being like, ah. We have to cut a song now or something. A, sh- a show like, is a show, meaning there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. And you can't just think that that revolves around you. Mm-hmm. And this rock star thing, like, I don't know. I know there's a lot of weekend warriors and a lot of people that just want to do it for whatever the reason they do it for. But, like, all that stuff goes out the window when you're doing this every single day. Because you're trying to get in, do your best. Go do your thing afterward, yeah. whether it be selling merch or talking to people. Yeah. And also, you got to give the people their money's worth. People are giving their money and time to you, so you got to respect that. And yeah. also, there's a flow to a show. Well, if there's a huge delay, you know, people hang out, hang out outside, maybe never come back in. So, those are things that people need to consider as a band of just treating the show with respect. No, no booker is going to be upset if you get 30 minutes and you don't go 30 minutes. Mm. Like, that's mm-hmm. totally cool. That means the show, show run on time. <laughs> so, like, when you go up there and you get 30 minutes, you're like, we got a 35-minute yeah. set. But you know what? We're going to crush this last song. They're going to yeah. love it. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Just play 25 yeah. minutes and do yeah, it quietly. Yeah. yeah, we built our set with that in mind. We have a 16-minute set in and out. Um, five songs. Five songs. And Until I start battling, it's maybe like a minute longer. 17 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <in the> show. <laughs> So, so what, what do you guys do it for that keeps you going in a, like day in, day out? I just like art of any kind. I work at a theater back home too, so I'm always around it. You know, like if I'm at home, I'm working at a place called Kelsey Theater, and I do production there. So I'm always watching bands flow, and whether it's uh, plays or art or uh, any kind of comedians, any kind of live arts form. I, I just like being a part of that, even painting all that stuff. So you like just love I just like the doing arts. art, yeah, yeah, yeah. So however, however it gets out there, I just like to be active. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've, I've met like all of the best friends that I have right now over the last like eleven years from playing music, and like that's that's a lot of my favorite part is like every time I go out and play a show, like I make like five new friends, and like they're internet friends for like the next ten years, and I see them like you know once every like two years, but we're still just like yo, what's yeah. up, dude? Like, yeah, we're still tight people. somehow, and like I'm like that was so many people everywhere now. It's super nice. Uh, for me, it's the only constant. I've had for 18 years. You know, I'm I moved to South Florida from Chicago like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And in Chicago I played music and that's everything that I had. That's where I built all my family off of. I didn't have much of a family. I I do now and I'm like madly in love and I have like <clears throat> a girlfriend I've been with for like seven years. But before that, I had all these years of just trying to figure out who I am and ultimately what it came down to is just playing. So, like, no matter what, the only constant I've had is I've always made music, whether I'm playing drums in a reggae band, a rock band, and a doom band, or some weird jazz fusion band. I'm always playing music. You played in a reggae band? Jazz fusion. <laughs> I made the yeah. most money I ever made playing music playing in a reggae band. I can only do it for yeah. two months. I've got to hear I about just... your reggae money again. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It was white boy reggae out of, like, West Palm Beach. But it was crazy. Nice. There's a money pit there for that. And then yeah. I, 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 bands around there too. We would drink so much. We did a, a festival at like Meyer Amphitheater, which is like a big, big, big venue downtown West Palm Beach. 
and it was like sponsored by Tito's and like there wasn't a single joint going around in the green room for like six hours. I'm like, why is everyone just drinking constantly? There's a reggae fest. <laughs> Come on, yo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the wildest thing. Yeah, I played in a reggae man. I can only do it for two months before I was just killing me. Did you um, go to that Jamaican place that, I rec- that we talked about? Oh, no, no, we just had it. That's where you're going? Okay. They, they messaged us asking if there was any good vegan places, and um, Jerkin' Your Soul just opened up. <laughs> oh, my God. I really enjoyed it. Heck, yeah. yeah. It's like a little tiny, just hole-in-the-wall place, so, but it's super, it was super good. They had a lot of great vegan options. Yeah. So, I don't know if you guys uh, ever go to Atlanta, but this place there called Soul Veg. Soul, yes. Soul Veg is so there, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my place right there. It's, uh, yeah, in the South, we're, we're trying to move into being more accommodating of, because, you know, here they eat a lot of dead animals. It's pretty farm-based. Mm-hmm. But... Well, you guys had a cineholic here. Yeah, we So did. I have some friends that, like, tattoo out here, uh, and they would go to cineholic all the time. Yo, shout out to Ben Stubbs. I hope he's mm. nice. Yeah, I used to Doing work at the what? Rascal Gallery. I was their body piercer back yeah, yeah. when I was but a wee child uh, before I got into journalism. But yo, dude is shredded. He does CrossFit yeah. constantly <laughs> and he would eat so much Cineholic. And then I heard that that had to close down or something. Yeah, it didn't do great here. Yeah, there's one by us. But you know, that's... You got to experience The way it goes. We did get to experience it. Yeah, for like <laughs> half a second. What other good restaurants are in this town? What do you guys like? Uh, we eat at the pub a lot because it's just right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, they nice. have Impossible Burgers, and uh, yeah, I really good, like yeah. their Black Bean Burgers. Yeah. They sometimes oh, do I'm live music. So if you guys want to talk about meat stuff, like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, we have great barbecue because yeah. it's the South. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're gonna get great barbecue. We have a place called Smoking Pig, and uh, we got another one called Woodstock. What's your yeah. favorite barbecue dish there? I just love pulled pork. Like okay. you can just give me a giant. Is that the best pulled pork in town? To me, yeah. Uh-oh. You can just give Shop me a big vat of like. <laughs> do you like it with barbecue sauce on it? <laughs> I will eat it with barbecue sauce, but I have to go through all the different sauces and be like, oh. what do I feel mm. today? Do you ever on that too? Customize your own first sauce. Yeah, yeah. You no, do, you, do you combine them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just Ooh. mix it together. Right. Pulled pork chemistry. Barbecue yeah. on the road. Yeah. What yeah. about Carolina style? Is that big in Philadelphia? Uh, I think I've seen. No, like, you would have sweet sauces here, where yeah, that's kind I mean, of a vinegary based. Vinegar, 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 vinegar. Isn't that mm-hmm. vegan? So what? Yeah. You still have barbecue yeah. mustard. Right? <laughs> um, that's right. I, I, I think you're another barbecue. <laughs> yeah, barbecue is a big I'm barbecue sauce big in general big. is usually vegan. Yeah, we literally have a festival in Tifton for barbecue. Yeah, like, what's the Rhythm, rhythm, rhythm and, and Ribs. ribs. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you have bands play that? That's what's up. They do, yeah. They get a lot of bands from Nashville for some reason. So, um, yeah. Mm, contracts. No. Yeah, I... I, I but, um... Big Beef Bunny? Big Beef Bunny? Big Beef Bunny? You play Ribs and Guitars? Sorry. So, um... <laughs> you mentioned you're from Chicago. Are you guys all from Florida, or, or did you guys move there? Because it seems like it's either like you're no hardcore negative yeah, or yeah. native, or no one's ever from Florida. But mm-hmm. Florida has like a weird place of making you from there. Like I'm yeah. not from, I'm, I'm not <laughs> yeah. native it's, to it's Florida. It's because of the squishy from school. Florida. Yeah, I'm from Florida. Yeah, I'm from Florida. I claim I rep Florida. Yeah, our yeah. parents moved there right before I was born, so from Dayton, Ohio. So then, oh, you were conceived in Ohio. Florida, yeah, I'm, I'm like, technically I'm, Floridian, I'm, but there again. I was born in New Hampshire. Really, you were born in New Hampshire? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it's so funny how that is. Yeah, 
Oh, I love Florida stories, though. Like, Florida yeah. has some of the craziest stuff happen. Oh, my God. It should be referred to it as hell. I am a fan yeah. of it. <laughs> you, you know, you'll yeah. see, you'll see we're from hell. <laughs> yeah. A, well, Florida yeah. man, that's just a going thing. People know a Florida man. And, I mean, you know, it's like, hey, here's an alligator riding a four-wheeler. And you're like, yeah, Florida. That's, just, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Florida. That's how it goes. It's yeah. because yeah. it's always nice. Yeah. It's always nice, but it's always just a little too hot. Just yeah. Unless it's a little too cold. The craziest thing about Florida is that everybody ends up there for a reason. And, like... Whatever that reason is, there's always a reason. Because they really like being damp. Yeah. They like like being not quite dried enough in the dryer. (laughs) That's also where we we take on a lot of other people, stressed out people, or refuge for that. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. I can see that. We take your broken... South Florida is sick. You're broken. You're a broken part of the body. You're tired. You're poor. We We, we have. I mean, it makes sense because we're like, we're in crossroads, but... We had a Lost Nubes from Miami, and uh, they talked about uh, Iggy Pop because they know Iggy Pop. He's just chilling around Miami. They had a fashion show. At Art Basel. Yep, and then they did his video. Yeah, yeah, we talked about the video some, and it was just cool to talk about Iggy Pop just being this casual old dude riding around, like... He just shows up. Casual. (laughs) Yeah, he just shows up at a record store. Hanging out. First of all, shout out to them and Palomino Blonde. They're doing a split together. It comes yeah. out, I think, the 13th of March. That's another band that's amazing. You guys should have them on here. Um, but I saw, I was drinking on South Beach one time when I first moved here because that's what you do. Yeah. I've been there seven years. I've been to the beach two times. And it was both when I was drinking on the beach. <clears throat> so well, I saw Iggy Pop, shirtless, of course, walking on South Beach. And he had a girl under each arm. Does he one own girl a shirt? was like six foot two, and the other one was like four foot ten. <laughs> so happy, and both of them looked so happy. Like one was like a hip hop girl, yeah. like a really, really, really pretty Latina, and then the other one was just a super pale goth girl. Like yo, Iggy Pop is living the life. <laughs> the life. He apparently has a pet bird, I guess, that has its own Instagram. Yeah, a parrot. Or yeah, something. like with some kind of kitschy name. I can't remember what it is now, but they were talking about. That's fun to picture of Iggy Pop. <laughs> This <laughs> bird about to drop the hottest record. Like he writes a caption like the bird said it. Why not? <laughs> did they talk about Sweat Records when they came through? The record store they went yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the record store. Yeah, we've heard good things. I've never, uh, I've only been down to Miami once and I was oh. getting on a cruise ship because I'm a tourist and a terrible yeah. human being. Uh, uh, no, do you guys have record stores around right. here for a couple days? Uh, just a couple. But. Yeah, just a couple. It's not a big, uh, Brian that owns Ashley Street, he opened a record store like oh, in sick. half of Ashley Street. Oh, cool. So. That's the one you described as 1.5 record stores. Yeah, 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 because yeah, it's like half record It's only open when the, the bar chicken wing place was. There's a chicken wing place next to it like three years ago. I, I think yeah. it's still there. They were not that good. I don't know if it's still there. I think oh, it's still there. Oh, they're still there. Shout out to the chicken wing place. If not, <laughs> I, uh, Unless it's a taco place now. Yeah, I think there's taco place next to Oh, yeah. Now. Shout out to taco. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, we, I don't know. You know, it's, it changes a lot. We I'm go through it. There was a pita pit right there and I was really mad when oh, pita pit went away. Love pita pit. Me too. And I was yeah, shout out, about. shout out to falafel. <laughs> big falafel money. Big yeah. falafel pee, my favorite kind of pee. Oh, gosh. Uh, cool. So, yeah. where are you guys headed after Valdosta? Are you headed back home? Or so, you... it's just a three-day run. Last night, we played in Vero Beach. Tonight, Valdosta. Tomorrow, we're at Uncle Lou's in Orlando. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And the most fun thing that we're going to be doing is that we're going to take a little bit of time because we're all together to record record two. Yeah. Where are you record recording at? In a hotel. 
Yeah, so we we, so we track everything at, like individually. So we recorded um, drums at the Kelsey Theater. We did that for the first album with me, and then we did that now on the second album with Nicholas. The drums are so stupid. They're so stupid. <laughs> it's a big room, so it's really reverby and boomy. And it's Nick cool. knows how to play. So like we have those done, and my guitars are done. Half of the bass is done. Uh, we'll finish that bass up, and then Keith's going to put his guitar in. And then we'll put on vocals, and then we'll send it out to be mixed and mastered. So, 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 okay, so you do all the recording yourself, and then you have yeah. somebody else. Okay, yeah, yeah. we had someone record the drums. Oh, okay, yeah. Who will remain nameless? We're gonna we're gonna record vocals in the bathroom at the hotel we're going to actually. Bathroom, yeah, we can bathroom that. reverb. Yeah. So, are you guys uh, like when you tour? You guys get hotel rooms and stuff, or are you sleep in a van kind of? So this is our first food. little run. Yeah, but, so, um, we used to sleep in a van. I, I you will be. So for, for many years, I would sleep in a van that would pull a trailer. Yeah. Um, with one band, and then I started doing trailerless with a different band, and then relying on people to put us up. Mm-hmm. And if you can't have someone put you up, you can get a hotel. But this is only works when you start actually like making any money. Right. Whether you get a door cut or whether you can actually move some merch, you can afford the ninety dollars a night. Because nobody yeah, like microtels yeah. nowadays like sixty five dollars mm-hmm. a tax. And yeah, yeah. Doors. Oh. Yeah. The only push for a hotel yeah, on this run is the just to do work. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, that'd be really bully to do that in somebody's living room. Like, hey, can we spend the night and record a record? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't want to be a nuisance in that, basically. Right. And if it seems casual or someone nice to have a meeting, it seems easy going. You know, maybe we'll do that. So, I just go with the flow, like a Florida man does. So we're gonna finish, <laughs> go with the flow. We're gonna finish this album up, and then we're gonna send it. Hopefully. Uh, fingers crossed everything works out to John Nunez from Torch and he's going to mix it and then the, whoever mastered their album is going to master ours too. That'd yeah. be great. Yeah, yeah we've been working with those guys a lot um, just because we come from the same scene. Yeah. Um, we got our shirts printed through them. Um, yeah, Rick the drummer of Torch and his brother printed our shirts. It, it, it's so funny to me how like hardcore music it's is tribe. so like yeah Tribal. tight in mm-hmm. South Florida and it's so Unity weird because it's like yeah. Palm trees and yeah. sun and beaches and stuff, but and then cages. Yeah, yeah. right. No, and then it's like earth. it's hell on earth. All that is just on mm-hmm. the outside. That's mm-hmm. what you see looking in. But when you're in it, I'm easy to so I can lie everybody. So it seems pretty. It's but, like how buddy buddy it is. Because I mean, yeah. it'll be like huge dudes that look so mm-hmm. intimidating, and it's like we're BFFs. Yeah. Later on, we're gonna braid <laughs> each other's hair and yeah. chill. It's hot outside. <laughs> it's hot outside. Yeah, and then out of nowhere, yeah. just uh, no. It's, it's, it's all community. No one has a problem giving you a hand if they know that you're you're in it for the right reason. And I think that's kind of like the spirit of hardcore and the spirit of DIY and the spirit of punk rock is that people usually help elevate you or bring you to where they are if they believe that you believe what you're doing. Right. Because the only instrument that you need in punk rock or anything is like truth. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing you really need to have because there's so many garbage bands that have a good following just because they're honest. Yeah, you yeah. just conviction was what you said along the way. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You need three chords and the truth. That's all you need. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, if, if you play and I like that three do everything with conviction, then he's killing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then, then you're uh, believable. You can't just be. Can I swear on you? I, I can. You can't just it. be full of S. Yeah. 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 You know that works. <laughs> because oh, that yeah. stuff will have sauerkraut. Yeah, you will be. <laughs> what are you talking? People will know right off the bat mm-hmm. because it's a yeah. real place. You know. If you can make it in South Florida, you can make it anywhere. So we're still trying to figure out how to make it in South Florida. Yeah. But like while we do that, we're gonna try to like figure it out here too. Yeah. And Florida's such like a touristy place, but it's like like y'all saying, it's like 
I've never Everything's... seen a tourist go to a show ever. Yeah. Ever. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little tricky for bands because like nobody like passes through Florida, so you can't like hop on like an opening show for a bigger band yeah. unless they like specifically were coming to Florida because they're not just pa- like it's not convenient for them to pass through Florida to go somewhere else. That's so. specifically the reason why the hardcore scene is so tight is because bands don't really come there, so we just kind of play for each other all the time. Yeah, yeah. we were just talking <laughs> much about so, yeah. that, like how hard it is sometimes to find like bigger bands going to Florida, and you're like, God, I really hope that they decide they just want to go down there for a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, it depends. Come like, Orlando, like let us so, so we have yeah. so we have like two venues by us where like you'll either have Culture Room, which will like host what is that like a 700 cap room, mm-hmm. 800 yeah. cap room, and then you have Revolution that's like 1500 cap, and mm-hmm. that'll hold like thrice or Thursday or I think. Um, I don't know, bigger tier band. Yeah. But the cool thing about Revolution is Revolution's right next to Poorhouse. So one time, Chippy and I played at Poorhouse. Shout out to Poorhouse, a great band. Uh, and P.O.D. played at Revolution. For some reason, South Florida really likes that new metal stuff. They love that. I was going to say, sense. was this one they were so Christian or were they... Off the Christian. Oh no 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 no! Wait, they're not Christian, Christian anymore. They went. They went through a phase where they got kind of like no. a underoast kind of. I was gonna say underoast. Yeah. Pod yeah. is not Christian anymore. Shout out to my man God. Yeah. They went through like a phase. I don't know if they came back. But anyways, like yo, God was there that night because after their show, after their show, a huge crowd came to Poorhouse, and Poorhouse has Friday like like they have free shows. Yeah. So for you know, Poorhouse was packed to the street that day because we were playing. It was really heavy, and Pod had just played right next door. Yeah. That was like the only like overflow, and then you get that overflow every now and then. But like as far as tourists go, yeah, it's um yeah, it's hard to get people to come down because you'd have to pass through Jacksonville, Orlando, and then figure out a way. Because the problem with Florida is that you have to get out of it. If you come into Florida, you have to get out of Florida, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Figure so, out a U-shape for yeah. your trip. Yeah. So Miami is sometimes the focal point of that, or sometimes Miami is where um, a lot of bands maybe start to tours and then work their way out. Yeah, yeah. like you could do probably the routing that would kind of make sense, but how many Florida dates do you really want? Mm-hmm. Right. Like Tampa? Yeah. No, so, no, uh, Tampa. What's the, like, what's by Naples? Tampa's by Naples. I like, uh, like Cocoa, yeah. 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 Naples, then you can go Miami, then you can go... It's like, you know, you'd what, have to what, do what's past Central U. Florida? There's you'd not much. You'd have to do a, yeah. a big U. It's, yeah, because we, so like living here, we're closer to Florida than we are to Atlanta or something. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I always try and catch bands when they're yeah, in Jacksonville, true. Orlando. You know, Jacksonville is awesome. Where do you like to go? Like, where's your favorite scene around here? Like here or in Florida? Just, no, here. Like what's, where, where do you like to go for shows? Like, what, like what's your favorite scene that you... Here. There's pretty much only two places. It's yeah, Ashley Street you know, House and, and Ashley Street. I've been going to Ashley Street for years and years and years. Cool. Uh, Brian's a really cool dude. Um, he... Now, occasionally, like, the Blue Pub will have acoustic yeah. sets. Uh, Moonrakers will have shows as another bar in town, but it's pretty much just bar scenes. And, yeah. We end. were, we, and I mean, growing up, I went to a lot of houses. Yeah. You know, just like, here's yeah. a house show. House shows forever. Yeah. House shows are the best. What's, like, forever. what's the cool house show you went to? I'm trying to think of like a really cool. I mean, I got to see. I, I like I said, I got to see from first to last, like sure. just play randomly in this like old rundown building thing, right. mm-hmm. and I was like, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And then they got really huge. And then I remember one day I was like, hey, Skrillex is that guy? Yeah, <laughs> like that you know, guy. you just had a moment. You were like, oh my god, hey, Sunny Moore is Skrillex. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, yeah, I love house shows. You know, I, and I saw like Machinist a bunch of times at house shows and stuff like that. Um, 
But I just love that whole environment of it. I, I feel like I'm too old now. Like, I know you're, we're both 30. I, I get that. I'm but, also 30. <laughs> well, there you go. 30. We're not, we're not once, as 30 as we feel. Yeah. I'll look at the number. Once I hit 30, though, I was like, man, this house is crowded. Yeah. My feet kind of hurt. Like, no, the, the joy of living out. Yeah. I'm like, where's that old beaten up couch that every house show seems to have for some oh, reason? Like, just yeah. the... Yeah. Do you remember when you were like, I don't know, I remember being like 16 and like, yo, this basement is too hot right now. (laughs) But like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember being like almost sick as a teenager, like just in a big room of, you know, 50 burly dudes and you're just like, God, please don't punch me. Like I'm very small. I would like to not get hurt. So you're just out there like, oh God, please, please don't hurt me. Yeah. I love it. My first show was like, um, you ever watch that Ninja Turtles movie where they go to where the Foot Clan trains and there's like yeah. arcade things and there's like people playing music and all that stuff? That's like what my first show felt like to me. I'm like, oh, this is what that, this is real life. This is awesome. And uh, then I never stopped going. Fun fact, we actually spent a whole day here doing the Ninja Rap. Uh, you know, Vanilla Ice <laughs> yeah. did the, uh, the Ninja Rap. Vanilla Ice mm. played at Wild Adventures, which is the theme park here. Okay. And uh, that's all we did. You know, he's $5,000 in a hotel room. To book anything? To book him. You can book him here in this office. Five grand in a hotel room. Oh, my gosh. He lives in Coral Springs. They tried booking him in Margate, which is the town over. Yeah. It's like three blocks away, and he's like, yeah, hotels. Dog, you live here. (laughs) no 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 we just love uh, so we do have a lot of interest here which is the yeah. theme park i don't know if you guys are familiar Zombieland was filmed mm. there oh thick no way okay you remember Zombieland where they go uh, to an amusement yeah. park yeah that's here in Boston. austin what? okay uh, so for a bit like woody harrelson was just hanging out in Boston. austin mm. um cool. really weird but we get like <laughs> i don't want to call them b-list but i will anyway we get a lot of like b-list people coming mm. to play here so we have vanilla ice and yeah. i just remember i was like the only person in the newsroom who was like god do you guys remember the ninja app and everyone else is a child because dalton's 22 and i'm just like ah, ah. that was my childhood so we're just sitting back going like go ninja go ninja go like over and over and no one's no one's with us yeah but uh, like this year we have tlc coming which oh, was sick. just weird and uh mark mcgrath from sugar ray all right wait solo <laughs> yeah yeah it's okay. just him and so i'm like what does he do like, does he just... Mm-hmm. Put, back and he interviews yeah. people. Lance Bass is coming. Ryan Cabrera, if you remember mm-hmm. the brief Ryan Cabrera movement. of yeah. He had, like, big... Down. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> he, like, dated Ashley Simpson or one of the Yeah, people. he's dating Alexa Bliss right now. WWE superstar. Shout out. Oh. Well, that's... My cool. friend, Alexa Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> he knows his wrestling. <laughs> that's cool. We also... Uh, yeah, we have some wrestling, like Stars of Wrestling comes to Wild Adventures. Uh, and I always interview Glacier. I didn't okay. know who Glacier That's was. Awesome. But so have you had to do research onto Glacier? Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. Did you Google Glacier? What He's, was your opinion? So <laughs> on the pond for he the actually, he has ties to Valdosta. I can't remember his specific ties yeah. to Valdosta. He allegedly may, be a, may have been a martial arts teacher, allegedly. Yeah. He's like a professor or something. Now. Some like, he's weird, but I didn't know anything about wrestling. Uh, but he was like, yeah, I'm kind of after like a Mortal Kombat type person. I was like, okay, I know Mortal Kombat. We're back. Yeah, I think Sub-Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's But like he... Sub-Zero as your ninth grade biology teacher. Yeah, which <laughs> it's super weird too. So I interviewed uh, Foreigner. They came through here. Okay. And one of the members of Foreigner is the voice of Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat, like okay. a video game. And I was, I said that and he was like, who knows that? And I'm like, me, me. I know that. That's, uh, Thanks, Foreigner guy. For, that's okay. awesome. Yeah, no, Foreigner's great. That's they have sweet. a flute. 
They're, okay. Yeah, they have a flautist. If you ever, if you ever get to see Foreigner play, do it because they the rip, they break out a flute solo. That's great. Like, Is it called a flautist? Flautist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a person that plays flutista. I like to say. Yeah, flutista. Uh, which I mean. What would you guys say is, like, one of the best shows you've seen in your life that you were like, you know what? I want to be that person. I want to be up there. Oh, I think it still happens. Yeah. <laughs> when a yeah. band inspires me, it takes over. Yeah. So, like, once I see it, it's the best thing I've seen it ever. Oh, um, I can't think of any clear moment offhand like that. But, uh, yeah, well-rounded. What year? You know, Whatever you yeah, felt yeah. was probably your I mean, most I, influential. I, I have influ- influential moments all the time. We were just at a show like six months ago, and we were at Space Mountain in Miami. And the band it's, a, it's a DIY venue that took over a barbershop. So it's a cleared out barbershop um, that holds shows. And it's a community space. That sounds cool. That's fun. Yeah. And there was but, a hardcore band from D.C. called Truth Cult there, and they were amazing. I was like, whoa, what is happening? And again, it was like one of those moments. It's like, oh, everyone's 22 and I'm 30. Yeah. Yes. But I didn't care, and I watched this band play. And then immediately after them, this local band again, like 21, 22-year-olds, called Palomino Blonde played. And I was like blown away. I was like, wow. Yeah, we talk a lot about the age difference between 22 and 30. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound like a lot, but in the music world and things like that. Just in it, life, there's so much life that you live. Yeah. Um, the person I was at 30 isn't the same person I was at 20. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel, I feel like when I used to, you know, you said you've been playing since you were 12. When I, The songs that I was writing and that I was playing when I was 22, even 10 years into playing, are different than the ones that I'm doing now. Yeah. So when I hear a band that's that age doing very mature, like, perfectly structured songs everyone's playing I'm blown away yeah and it could be in a closet yeah I don't know I don't know I don't like going to really big concerts I think that's also an age I felt like as I got older it was like I don't want to be in this huge I never liked going yeah it Mm. I mean I definitely get that and I again house shows here I sometimes I feel way too old I'm like oh okay I should have already been in bed two hours ago because these kids you know they Shut just took a science course. exam and now they're here. Like, yeah, that's all right, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's all about how you do it. Like, you know, we have people, I've seen women in their 60s and 70s still going out to house shows house and shows. going to bars and stuff. Hey, Sonny. Yeah, you know, you're Did not... Did you do your homework? <laughs> not as much. Oh, I love when uh, parents actually go, like the parents of the kids in the band, and they're just the most supportive fan back there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Biggest fan hardcore kid's dad throws down in the pit. I saw I I saw. I had a buddy whose dad fought. Fought. <laughs> like a 16-year-old <laughs> in the other band. Oh, no. <laughs> he just ripped. It was the, that was a great moment in concert history. Mm-hmm. So, would you guys say that, like, this is what you hope for, like, would you ultimately love to just play music, not have your day job, just be on the road? I don't, yeah, I mean, that's fine. We view it kind of flipped. Um, Yeah. Yeah, my day job's my hobby, and this is the thing I do. Right. Yeah, and I freelance. Yeah. So, for me, I, this is what I schedule, and then everything that comes in for work is how I survive. Right. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't need to work. 22, 25 days in a month to make it. I can work like yeah, if, I, if, ten days, you. Right. if I work 10 days in a month, I'm killing it for that month. So mm-hmm. then that leaves all the other time. So there's some months I can work 30 days straight and then I'm good for three months after that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't even really care so much about. I know that's a real, it's unrealistic to think that this will take over over my job. Right. 
but if I'm in control of my job and I'm in control of this too, then who's to say what's in control of what? Yeah. Because I think that money is only relevant to like your survival situation. I don't think it defines you or makes you. So I don't really care to, I don't go out on tour and think, oh, we got a break. We got to get out. We better be in the black when we get home. I don't care about that at all. This is the thing I want to do because it's like, look, look what music's brought us. We're hanging out in a room talking about music just because we all like music. That's kind of the power of music. And and that's what we really want to do is just see where things take you. Because I've done crazy things just because of music. I've been to crazy places. I've met crazy people. It's just, I don't know. When you know, when this is a thing, it's a thing. Yeah. I grew up poor. I never was able to go on vacation or anything. And now I get to go on 30-day road trips. Mm -hmm. I I never left the country. I've played in Toronto. I've played in Montreal. Like, I thought that was really cool. Like, music brought me out of the, you know. Going that far, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I never went to New York. You know, being a Chicago guy, and I never could afford to go to New York. And then, like, the first time I ever toured, I went to New York. Yeah. And I was, like, with a busking guy from Chicago. He was playing the subways, and he was doing well. So he said, do you want to go to New York with me? And we'll play the subways there. So, like, the first time I was ever in New York, the first, like, three hours, I was in Times Square playing drums, and people were dancing. Like, this is wild. Yeah. I think that's how you really know like a band's in it for the right reason. If they're just like, I just want to play music. Like I don't care where I'm playing. I don't care if I'm making money. I don't care who's watching Mm -hmm. me. Like I just want to, you know, because I've definitely been to plenty of shows where there's like two people just chilling (laughs) and the band's still just killing. I had a show, I had a show in Fargo, North Dakota and I was supposed to have a show in South Dakota the next day, but there was a blizzard that was coming and it was a tour package and it was us and another band that was the main band. But it was so far out there and so like North Dakota about it that they put us on first, the other band from the tour package on in the middle, and then they had a local cover band go on after us. But they wouldn't give us our payout until after the band was done. And the band played way too long, really overstayed their welcome. But I guess it was their place. But they closed with Freebird, and it was like 26 minutes. We're like, bro, we got to get out of here. You got to pay this bill. Because we were tour package and they were supposed to pay. And like, all right, we were trying to get this 500 bucks and get out of here because there was a blizzard coming. So we go down to Omaha, Nebraska. We drive through. We cancel the show in South Dakota. We're in Omaha, Nebraska now. We're supposed to have an off day for three days during a blizzard in Omaha. And then we finally get to the show night. We've been sleeping in like Walmart parking lots in the van during the blizzard and negative 20 sleeping bags back then. And we get to the show. And it's us and the local opener. And the local opener is a, a single rap artist. <laughs> and no one else shows up. And we're like, wow. But they still paid us because it was a tour package. Yes. And they like, so fed us good. and everything. Yeah. I was like, yo, you should tell this guy to keep like a hundred bucks and just promote the next show. Like promote the next show yeah. in your city. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to pay us all this money. Just get people out here. Yeah. But yeah, so like. I don't know if the humbling is the word, but it definitely puts perspective on the situation. It's like, yo, I still live that night. I had a great show. Yeah. yeah. For the love of it, like, I have a noise project, a harsh noise project, and usually those tr- those shows are guaranteed to bring out maybe six people, <laughs> um, two of them who are not artists. So, yeah, it's just the love of it, because I often wonder while I'm, like, lugging around hundreds of pounds of gear, like, what the heck am I doing? Yeah. You know, you have that moment of just reflection of why am I doing this and just keep going. Yeah. yeah. So so you, you would make it even if, like, you didn't have somebody listening to you. Yeah, because, yeah, because I do it for me, not for anybody else. 
Hmm. Yeah, this is hard anyway. It's like, like the initial question about what the album meant. And the yeah. album name no, I, ha- I, ha- I have a I have a <clears throat> solo project where I make weird sounds with the VCR and then play rap beats over it. So, <laughs> so I did that. That's a great yeah. Heidi Kiltan. We recently <laughs> put like projection in on it too. So like I have nothing to do with this, but like I helped Chippy with the video situation. Mm. So we got like projection into it, and now Chippy will glitch out the videos with one of his pedals through the projector. So the audio from the videos is coming out as well, and he's glitching that with his pedals. But because he's glitching the audio from that videos, he's also glitching the video. So it's like, and the video is glitching like like That's that cool. too. It's a sight to behold. This also involves lugging around three uh, giant CRT TVs. Into a small car, so and uh, that's the love of it. And the yeah. Ampeg, <laughs> the Ampeg Eight Ten, the refrigerator base amp, and that's what he uses as a sub. <laughs> a refrigerator? No, the Ampeg yeah. amp. You know the oh, big oh, base amp. That yeah, goes yeah, up. yeah. Like fridge. So he has to haul around a two hundred pound speaker like cabinet too. Yeah. I thought like maybe you converted a refrigerator into. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I've seen weirder things at noise shows. Yeah. I'd believe it, honestly. Noise shows are crazy. Yeah, yeah. you put a contact life on an egg. My, my favorite one that I've seen was um, two people who were in yoga clothes, and then they would drink water, and then they would throw up. Oh, okay. So that was fun for 15 minutes. <laughs> there's one, there's That's one a choice. Head. That's yeah. a, that oh, is and, a choice. And there was about 75 people choice. there for that. So That is an artistic nice. choice. <laughs> artistic stroke. Yeah. When, you, when you have good draw by drinking water and yeah. doing yoga and throwing up. <laughs> Yeah, there's an international noise conference in Miami every year. Yeah. I didn't know that. Home of the noise. Tell, Why is Miami the home of the year? noise? It should be what? Play, right? No, but, you, but you went. So in Miami now, talk about that spot. Which one? The mall. Oh, uh, there's a... So, this is the coolest thing. So there's a... In downtown Miami, since like real estate is wacky and the future retail is pretty much dead, there's a mall that closed down. But it's one of those, like, I don't know if you have the context, like, it's a... Ex jewelry mall, so it just used to be jewelry stores mm-hmm. in downtown Miami. Everything closed down, and the city didn't want to lose the building to deterioration by having it uninhabited. So the building, the city donated the building to artists. Post post apocalyptic punk rock. It's oh the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. So in the basement of this abandoned mall, there's a noise venue, and it's run by um, uh, two brothers. It's called Video HQ, and they just host the wildest part, the wildest things ever. Oh, one guy ran through a plate glass window. <laughs> as his performance, yeah. that's what he ran through. Oh my god! I would love to see that just across the U.S. as all these malls start going under, like just start converting. Them I think that's these. the future. I think that's kind of the future of retail because yeah. as like Amazon's closing down everything, something has to occupy that space. Mm-hmm. So I think like really small capitalism has a chance to uh, reappear if. Like, you know, if you took a Sears and you gave that to 45 individual small vendors, that'd be a real crazy way to use the space. Yeah. But back to that venue. Yes. So during, it was during INC this year, right? It was, how long was the festival? Uh, it's about a week. But it was all day and all night. Oh, you're talking about Jerome Fest. Oh, oh sorry, Jerome couple, Fest. I apologize for not knowing where you're going. Love yeah, you. about uh, in, in late December, there was a 72-hour continuous Jerome Fest where <laughs> uh, 72 artists Miami. flew in from around the world to play 
one note for Where do people each. sleep, or do they just not? You just exist. <laughs> you just 72 hours, and there's no dead time. Uh, there's no downtime. <laughs> that is, that so is, the, that is so the spirit good. of drone. I, I respect yeah. that. And it's true people. Like Mongolian chant without a chant. I was able to bring <laughs> <I> <laughs> stuff on Instagram <laughs> stories and like, yo, this guy's killing it right now. And it's like six, maybe like four thirty in the morning. Yeah. It's just like, yo. Can you imagine being at a noise venue in downtown Miami? On like an abandoned mall at like eight thirty on Saturday, and you've been there six hours. We're just gonna yeah, go outside and have a smoke real quick. <laughs> outside, you're in Miami. You're like, what is going on? Yeah, no, that's the beauty of South Florida is that you could be the busiest person on the planet. You can party every night, do something every night, uh, see a show, see a venue, go to a bar, or you could become like a total recluse and no one ever see you again. Hello, hi, <laughs> <laughs> man. That kind of reminds me of the masquerade because the masquerade, used oh, masquerade to be. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they moved, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it used to be in that building, place. and now they're I, in like a old street or. Yeah, the building had that levitating platform you'd load your gear on to go upstairs. And that old building, so I saw one of the last shows they had there, and it was in Heaven, which is the top, Mm -hmm. uh, and I saw the used play because it's very dedicated to me. Cool, is that poster on your desk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I met them at that show and uh, because all I ever wanted in life was to meet Bert McCracken because I'm still 14 at heart. Anyway, heck yeah. Wait, how did that go? That sounds more interesting than anything else. Uh, It was really cool. I enjoyed meeting them. Uh, Quinn was no longer in the used at the time, um, but I was wearing this sweatband. Okay. And he was like, How long have you had that? And I was like, Since the eighth grade. Okay. (laughs) And he was like, Oh my God. And I'm like, Yeah, man. I I love Mm. you so much. And I, I lose it sometimes. Like, I'm not good. Sometimes I'm just, mm-hmm. I turn back into a child. But I, at that show, I remember they said, yeah, we have to shut down the masquerade because the floor isn't stable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool, I'm seeing the used, yeah. the top floor, yeah. neat. And you can actually feel the floor yeah. kind of moving under your feet. And I was like, cool, this is how I die. I never got to go there. Was that you, like your first favorite band? The used? Yeah. yeah. No, I have loved the used for so very long. And I mean, I went from liking boy bands to literally just liking What's your favorite band? band? Do what? Who's your favorite boy, Ben? And uh, the Backstreet Boys. Boys. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, ooh, so AJ was my favorite because I was like, I'm going to grow up and like dudes with tattoos and piercings. I can feel yeah. it in my he soul. He can sing too. Yeah. And, uh, no, we talk about AJ all day. He's a um, shout out to AJ. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> shout out to Brian. What up, um, Holly? I always liked the album Millennium, like the Millennium mm-hmm. album. Um, but I tell everyone, my favorite music video of all time is Everybody by okay. the Backstreet Boys. We were just dancing just to it the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and Solo, not the group. You don't want to admit it. You don't want to admit you're dancing to the Backstreet Boys. Which, I mean, Boys. Backstreet Boys are still going. They're still making music. music. They're still out there doing their thing. Like, Arena tours. Yeah, and I mean, Justin Timberlake broke away from NSYNC and all the rest of them were like, oh, what do we do? Backstreet Lance Boys. Lance stuck coming together. to Valdosta. Yes. Yeah, he is. He's, he's going to be an astronaut, too. Thanks yes. a lot, Justin. But, uh, have you, uh, have you been to the new Masquerade? Yes, I have. Uh, I saw Take Back Sunday play there on their oh, Have you seen the load-in situation there? No. So, yeah. so Chippy and I had a show there one time. I think we were in hell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... You have to park all the way out back and like down this, I don't know, it's a weird floor system or not even floor system. Like it seems like you're in a parking lot, but it's like everything else is two stories up, like the main street. But it's such a long load end that they have carts for you to put your gear on because you have to push for so long. 
Yeah. And it was like a, a true, like a, the closest thing we ever had to a spinal tap moment was getting into this venue from the back where you have to load it. It's a comically long. Yeah. Tunnel. A comically long tunnel. Hello. Yeah. It's like, where am I? And then you're there. And it's great. It's great there now. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I I loved the old building. I really yeah. did. But I mean, I, I kind of like the the feel of the new one. Word. Uh, it was cool. Uh, Dalton actually went to see a show there recently too. Yeah, that's, I, I just see. brought it up because that's what I was picturing when you were mentioning Who this like mall. I, I saw uh, AJJ and that's Emperor right. X, oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah we're, oh, that was cool. Wait, so what was your first favorite band? Uh, what was my first favorite band? We actually just did an article that was our top five songs that we felt um, encompassed our high school careers. Okay. And in middle school, I know Dalton's was so much different from mine because. <laughs> The age gap. Yeah, I think the but, first uh, band I ever obsessed over was probably it, it was probably either Nirvana or uh, Three Days Grace. Okay. When I was in middle school, we played Three Days Grace in this building mm -hmm. just so that I could experience Three Days Grace because I wasn't quite as familiar with what them. What song did you play in here? Uh, the their big one. So like, I hate everything about you or something oh, yeah. like that, and then um. God, what's so what's funny. the other song? Never that we just, to be so cold. Yeah, they're. That's the same band. I think it's the same It's such a weird. Shout out to the wrong band. Yeah, oh. and I mean, I remember <laughs> Three Days Grace being a band. It was like the same time as Breaking Benjamin and people like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Is that Midwest rock and roll? Yeah. yeah, and I only knew them because Breaking Benjamin had a song that opened with the Halo music, mm -hmm. and I'm a big video game person. Oh, okay. So like, I was like, okay. cool. I know this. And then they started in with their Breaking Benjamin stuff. I was like, oh, never mind. Back off board. Yeah. I was here for it. But, uh, Yo, Nirvana's sick, though. Yeah. What was yeah. on your yeah. list? Was uh, my list was um, a, the used Motion City soundtrack. Uh, oh. I really liked the song, um, you know, Everything's Alright. That, that song was a big deal. Anyway, I, I went through that phase was really me. Uh, uh, Cogan Cambria, oh, big yeah. Cogan Cambria fan. I still, love I still love them so much. Mm -hmm. I get all their albums. Claudio Sanchez is like top person. I would just want to sit down. Is his hair long yet again? Is his hair long again yet? Yeah, his hair mm -hmm. is still. Did he cut beautiful. that off? It did not look so good. Shout out to Claudio's long hair. Long what a yeah. dude. Hey, welcome home. Rest in peace. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and he's great. And but it's been cool to follow these bands since I was a teenager. I saw like, them in Milwaukee, Coheed, in like 2005 at the Eagles Ball. Yeah. And it's cool. I'm about it. It's cool that some of those no. bands like grow as you grow. Yeah. You know, and their sound changes as your taste change. Yeah. So it's cool to have like bands like Thrice that do that. Yeah. No. God, I love Thrice. Uh, I saw Thrice when I was probably like 13. Mm. So, um, but do you remember the tour? I do not. Okay. Uh, but the used is cool because Burt McCracken actually got off drugs in the course of being in the used. Mm -hmm. So the songs are so much different now, and he'll even reference like this song is all about drugs. Has he been clean since? He is, yeah, like, oh, so wow. since he did short hair blonde, he is, he's clean. He has a kid. He's married. Like, he's married. Remember when he was on the Osbournes? I do, because he was dating uh, Kelly Osbourne. Remember when she had that single, the Madonna song, Papa Don't Preach? Yeah, yeah. Banger. Yeah. That was a banger. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Shout out to Kelly Osbourne. <laughs> shout out to Kelly Osbourne. Shout out to shout Randy Rhodes. Uh, Leesburg. Shout out to Leesburg. Shout out to Leesburg. <laughs> Floyd. Well, no, no, not so much. But I went to work for It's pretty, it's pretty so awful. I saw a lot of bands it's not good. Summer, <laughs> back in the day, like Coheed and Motion City Soundtrack, The Used, Bad Religion. Oh, Bad Religion. Uh, the Casualties. A lot of people played Warped Tour. And then more recently, 
got weird. I didn't know anyone. But I was yeah. also just old. Right. Uh, but I saw, like, Gym Class Heroes play Warp Tour and Angels and Airwaves <laughs> and just weird. And Modest Yahoo, the Hasidic Jewish yeah, rapper. Yeah, that yes. was, Modest Yahoo is awesome. He's great. Oh he, my he was in a horror movie, and I remember watching it and being like, oh, 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 I know you. You're the <laughs> right. Hasidic Jewish rapper. Yeah. yeah. That live at Stubbs album. Incredible. Yeah. I... I we're, we're approaching Don't. an hour now. Oh, yeah, no, we're just talking. <laughs> now, now we're just um, going on. Oh, yeah, so um, but, yeah. So, so we're working on a new album. Yeah. Uh, we're just getting started with this band. Um, <clears throat> we hope to tour more. We hope that people like it. We hope that, you know, people want to support us. Because we're not going anywhere, so you might as well get on board now. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're on all right. platforms for people to stream? Yeah, yeah. So our music is free. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. I don't know if you can still buy on iTunes. I don't know how that works. I think you know, that's the rumor. They're getting rid of like buying music. Yeah. But if you want, you can go on our Bandcamp, cowardsandthieves.bandcamp.com. You can go on our Instagram, cowardsandthieves. Uh, our Facebook is cowardsandthievesmusic. Um, we have some music videos. We have our four-song album, uh, EP, Lapel de V. And we're finishing up our six, seven-song next release, and that'll come out right around May, I hope. Yeah. June, and then we'll hit the road in June for that. Cool. I hope you all come back yeah, to uh, Valdosta. Yo, yeah. First stop. Valdosta, first stop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love it here. Uh, or at least like last stop on the way home. Yeah. I think it's seven. Usually, it's usually seven. So I was just checking. Seven. I was like, the doors usually open long. at six, but yeah, they're playing at Valdosta DIY House. Um, I guess it's too yeah. late to promote the show on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, out. yeah. Come, no, come but, out to the show in the past. Come out to future shows. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's the Hold important up. thing. Is if they ever do come back. Be watching Feldasa DIY House, making sure you know what's what shows are coming. Yeah, um, yeah. and, and check check these guys out. Um, yeah, so th- I really appreci- appreciate appreciate you guys yeah. taking yeah. the time to so come in. Having us. Y'all have a killer town. Yes, yes. yeah, we do. And I like that you guys respect it and yeah. treasure it and value it and promote it. And like, I hope yeah. this doesn't have to end here either. Like, maybe next time we're up here. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. Stop Our by. first ever. We'll be like, Yo, it's our guest. We'll be like, Yo, what it do? We just do like quick little cameos on your show. That'd We're be here for it. Awesome. I love we it. Are. Thank yeah. you so much. But yeah, yeah th- thank you guys. So uh, this has been Off the Record with Cowards and Thieves. Goodbye. Shout out Off the Record. Yeah, you got their name right twice in a row.